to the $100 MBA show, the podcast of choice for those entrepreneurs that want to get things done. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's episode, you will learn, do you need a sales team for your business? Whatever you sell, a product, a service, a course, a software, do you need somebody or some people, a team of people, to be in charge of selling this thing, making sales calls, reaching out to potential clients, running webinars, whatever it is, do you need that manpower to generate sales for your business? It's an important question because, hey, it's a cost. But if the cost justifies the return, then it's not such a bad idea. So we get into what kind of businesses need a sales team what are some alternatives, and how to get started if you do need one. All that and more in today's episode, so let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is supported by Podia. Podia helps thousands of creators earn money from their passion. It's an all-in-one digital storefront that you can sell courses, memberships, and digital downloads in one place. It's the most creator-friendly platform on the market with zero transaction fees and a super friendly 24-7 life support team, no matter what plan you're on. So they're going to take care of you, even if you're just getting started. What's great about Podia is that it eliminates all the technical headaches. It takes care of every aspect of selling your course or membership or digital download. If you've got video courses, they do the video hosting for you. If you want an easy way to charge your members on a reoccurring basis for a membership, Podia takes care of it. You want a secure way for people to download your products when they pay for them? They take care of that too. They also offer free migrations on their Shaker plan. Best of all, Podia puts their money where their mouth is. They have a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. So if you don't love it, you don't pay a penny. If you're looking to start an online course, sell any kind of digital product, or start a membership site, check them out and support the show by going to podia.com slash MBA. That's P-O-D-I-A dot com slash MBA. No matter what your business does, what it sells, how it sells it, there's one thing for sure. You need sales. You need people to buy your product or service. Without customers, you don't really exist, right? You don't really have a business on your hands. Money's not coming in. You need a way to generate sales somehow. So in today's episode, we're going to look at different business models and see which ones need a sales force, needs people, actual talent to make these sales happen. What are some alternatives and what are some hybrids of these or how to get started with a sales force, with a sales team? Now, regardless if you want to admit it or not, generating sales costs money. It just costs you money in some way to make a sale. Whether you have a salesperson making phone calls and they're on a salary, whether you're running webinars, even if you say, hey, I have no salespeople, I just have like a free trial or a free plan, that's a cost on your business. Using your product to grow your business is a sales exercise, right? It's a way to sell your product and it costs you money to provide that product for free. So any way you slice it, you are going to pay a price to generate sales. Now, the question is how best to spend those dollars? How best to spend that money to make sales? Where can you get the best bang for your buck, the best return on your investment to get as many sales as possible for your business? In business, you've probably heard of the term high touch and low touch. High touch means you're selling a product or a service that requires you to handhold the customer a little bit more. This generally means 
that the customer is going to be paying a higher price tag. A low-touch product or service doesn't require a lot of hand-holding because the price point is usually low and everything is pretty self-explanatory. The sales process is really just automated. A good example of this is like Spotify, the music service. People usually start out with a free account where there's ads and things like that and there's limitations to that account. And then they upgrade to a paid account for 10 bucks a month. No one gives them a call. No one meets them for coffee and tries to sell them on Spotify. One of the reasons is cost, right? It's cost them so much to do that, to actually have that kind of sales transaction. And it's not justified for a $10 purchase, right? $10 customer. Obviously, there's a lifetime value of the customer, how long that customer is a Spotify customer. But still, even if that customer is uh, a Spotify member for a year, that's $120 of sales still a very low-cost item, so a very low-touch sales process. High-touch would be something like somebody signing a contract for a $100,000 deal, like somebody building a company's website. Yes, people build websites for that price tag and more, but the point here is is that in order to get that sale, a lot more hand-holding is required, and you need a salesperson to do that. You need somebody to walk them through it, tell them what the benefits are, It's a bigger decision. A common example of this is buying a car, right? For the most part, people will have a high-touch experience when they go into a car dealership and choose a car. They'll have a sales representative that will walk them through it, give them all the details, and it's worth the investment for the car manufacturer or the dealership to do that because, hey, uh, each customer is dropping $30,000, $40,000, $60,000 on a car, the people that kind of break this mold is Tesla, right? They don't have salesmen, so to speak. They have a website, they have a showroom where you just look at the car, but they're the exception, not the rule. So this is a good barometer to know if it's even worth you investing in a salesperson, let alone a sales team, is how much each sale is valued to you. I'm going to give you something a little bit middle of the road here. There's a company that we use called WP Engines, where we host our WordPress sites on. And full disclaimer, they have been a sponsor of the show, but at the same time, they're the most expensive WordPress hosting I know. Uh, We use them because they're incredibly reliable. Their support is fantastic, but they're expensive. You know, for a dedicated server, for what we need for the traffic that we get on our site, we spend around $600 a month. That's a lot of money for web hosting for a website. This is not even an app. This is just, you know, a website that gets traffic. Most people spend, you know, $10 a month on web hosting. But because we need a dedicated server and because WP Engine is like the best in the game and blah, 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 and because I'm spending that much money, they give me an account manager. I have a salesperson that actually comes out and speaks to me on a video call via email, follows up with me, a dedicated person, because they want to close this sale. They want to make sure that they lock me in. That's $6,000 a year. Now, obviously, this person who is in charge of my account or the salesperson that's uh, assigned to me is assigned to a lot of different accounts, maybe even hundreds. So for WP Engine, it's worth it because, hey, even if they give this person a six-figure salary, they're closing six grand deals left and right. Now, from a sales perspective, from a customer's perspective, I actually needed somebody to walk me through it and show me the economics of this $600 plan because I was actually paying more with the plan I was on that was not a dedicated server because I had overages. I was um, being charged for the extra traffic we were getting. I didn't have a big enough server at the time. And this plan of theirs is not something that they really advertise on their site. It's not self-serve. And it's a pretty big 
payment. It's a pretty big investment. And they know that people are not going to drop that kind of money without actually speaking to somebody or getting a little bit more detail, getting a little bit more reassurance. Now, does it mean that if your product is not a $6,000, $5,000, $3,000 product a year, it's not worth having salespeople? No, the point of this conversation, of this lesson, is you have to crunch the numbers. You have to do the math for your business. You have to take a look at your own cost for the product, how much profit you make per customer right now. So even if you just had customers coming in by themselves, how much money are you making on each customer after your costs are aside to like you know to deliver the product? Now, do you have any wiggle room for some sales activity to enhance that? Say, for example, you have a product that's $1,000 a year. After your cost, your profit's about $800 a year. Would you be willing to pay $200 on each sale if you can get more sales? Would you be okay with giving away $200 from the $800 and making $600, but, you know, 10xing your sales? If the answer is yes, then you have room for a salesperson to start your sales team. There are plenty of salespeople that are happy to work on commission, that do this for a living, that do this for several companies, not just yours, where they'll run demos, they'll do phone calls, they'll close deals. And for them, if your product's right, if you have a good audience or a good audience fit, they're happy to close deals because for them, hey, I can do this very quickly, $200, easy cash, reoccurring, especially if it's an annual commitment. So you have to take a look at your economics as a business, your profits, and see how much you can actually offer a salesperson to do this work for you, to generate more sales and make it worth their while. If they're going to make $50 a sale, it may just not be worth it if you just don't have the volume. So how do you get started if you want to start building your sales team? Well, that's what I want to get into right after I give some love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Paint Your Life. Have an original painting of yourself, your children, your family, a special place, a cherished pet, at a price you can afford. From PaintYourLife.com. Nicole and I had a portrait made of us from Paint Your Life, and it's gorgeous. You can actually check out my Twitter feed, me holding the painting. It's absolutely amazing what the artist did. Uh, you can check me out at the Omar Zinom on Twitter. The painting is done by hand. It's world class. And all you need to do is really give them a photo of yourself or whatever you want the painting to be. It makes a perfect gift for birthday, anniversaries, or whoever you love. It's very simple. You get on their website, you customize the whole thing, you choose the artist whose work you most admire, and you work with them through a process until every detail is perfect. There is no risk, and if you don't love the painting, your money is refunded. With Paint Your Life, you get your favorite memories transformed into a work of art that will be cherished forever. I absolutely love our painting. It's such a unique thing. It's such a unique gift. It's such a unique thing to have. And we're going to be hanging it in our office. So it also makes a great like congratulations gift for one of your colleagues or teammates. Right now, for a limited time, get 30% off your painting and free shipping. To get the special offer, just text the word MBA to 484848. That's MBA to 484848. Again, text MBA to 484848. Message and data rates apply. So you want to start building your sales team. And all you got to worry about right now is start with one person. You don't need an army. You just need one person right now so you can perfect your sales model and your sales team and then find people just like this person to join the team. The first step is actually having a compensation plan, 
understanding what the role is going to be. How are they going to deliver the sales exercise? Do you want them to email people, phone people, get on video calls, run demos, run webinars, all the above? Write it in your job description. What are your targets? What are your goals? What is at their disposal so they can make these sales, whether they're discounts or bonuses or resources that you may have? Come up with a compensation plan. It could be something as simple as commission. You know, you can have an affiliate program and give them uh, a certain amount of commission on every sale. Some people could do a combination of of a base plus commission and they give them less commission, but, you know, a base salary. So they give them like, you know, $1,500 a month. You know, again, if this is part-time, this is very reasonable, plus a commission on every sale. You give them some sales targets, track those targets so you can make sure that you're getting a return on investment. All that strategy, the sales targets, how many sales you have now, what you want to have the next month, two, three, how do you expect them to deliver these sales? This is all strategy. They're going to look from you. Any great salesperson needs to know what are they working with. They're not going to just come up with their own strategy and just apply. It's not going to work. You're the CEO, the leader of the company, and they're going to look for direction. Hey, I'm a good salesperson. What do you have for me so I could sell? What do you have for me in terms of a process, a system? And that's a whole different story. Uh, I highly recommend you check out Dan Martell's YouTube channel. He has a lot of great videos on sales systems and things like that that you can definitely uh, adopt. But it could be something as simple as, hey, I want you to email these X clients number of times a week. I want you to make these number of phone calls, these number of webinars, these number of demo calls. I need you to convert a percentage of these people. So if you contact a hundred people in a month, let's say for example, then you need to convert at let's say 10%, 20%, whatever it is. That means we get 20 new clients every month. They're paying X amount of dollars. This is what we're looking for. And then let them go to work and evaluate, see how they do and see how they deliver on their promise as a salesperson. If this is rolling, if things are going well, there's only X amount of hours one person can do, get another person. This is all benefit, right? You're all making money, even though you're paying them, you know, that commission and that salary if you're giving them a base, but you're making more sales, you're getting more revenue, you're getting more customers, where do you find these people? They're everywhere. I mean, the best salespeople are recommendations from other people that you know, but you can find people that are eager to do this on Upwork, on Freelancer, on job forums, in groups and Facebook. Just start creating a job description and start posting it. Start looking for people. It may not happen instantly, but you will get some interest. The point here is just get started. Now, If you've heard this episode, this sounds great, but you're still not sure, hey, do I actually need somebody to sell this product? Or is my product kind of a Spotify where people go on a trial, they buy it, they sell it, or they get sold on it, I should say, and that's it. Your price point's pretty low. That's totally okay. But my message to you is understand there's a cost to sales regardless. So whether you're doing a free trial, a free plan, some sort of marketing, some sort of onboarding, there's got to be something that you're spending money on to generate sales. And if you're not, and you're not happy with your sales, this is an indication you're not doing something here. You're not investing in this area. One of the books I recently uh, reviewed and had a must-read episode on, uh, Product-Led Growth by Wes Bush, is a great book on this topic. So pick it up, and that will help you with that. All right, that wraps up today's lesson. Thank you so much for listening. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe right now on whatever you use to listen to podcasts, Spotify Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or on them all. By hitting subscribe, you make sure the next episode, when it's available, 
downloads automatically to your device so it's ready for you to listen to when you're ready to listen. All right, before I go, I want to leave you with this. Even if sales is not your thing and you're hiring somebody to do the job, you have to know what you want. You have to know what you want them to do. You have to give them outcomes. Uh, I made the mistake uh, early on in my career as an entrepreneur where I made hires and said, okay, you go ahead and get me some sales. And there was zero direction on my part. And of course, it was a failure. It didn't really work out because there was no targets. There was no goals. There was no direction. And that's not going to come out of thin air. They're not going to make their own goals. You need to set that for them. And it also allows you to be able to up the ante and improve and you know raise the bar on these goals as you grow. Thank you so much for listening. I'll check you in tomorrow's episode, Free Ride Friday. I'll see you then. Take care.